What is going on, everybody? Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here for Anti Up. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. What's going on, Adam? How are you? Uh, now that we've uh, we've had what twenty four hours to uh, absorb this uh, this this San Francisco beatdown of uh, of the Rams. Uh, the rest of your night go okay? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't I didn't stay up as late as usual, so maybe I was trying to sleep it off. I don't know, but I didn't sleep well. So <laughs> it's two nights in a row that I have not slept well. I don't know what it is, man. I just have issues sleeping. I like I get jealous. Like people tell me, yeah. As soon as I hit the pillow, I fall right asleep. Like it takes me hours, even if I'm exhausted, I can't fall asleep. So my guess is I think too much. I don't know. I'm that type of person. I overthink. Oh, what am I going to do tomorrow? Oh, what about my fantasy team this week? Oh, this or that. Should I do? I don't know. I guess I just can't shut it off. I just think way too much. Maybe you should. Uh, you should. You should take some sort of a sedative <laughs> prior to bed. <laughs> I knew it. You're going to say, "Oh, it's so funny." Someone gave me some. Uh, not what is that? Uh, melatonin, and they gave it to me. And they came over a month later. They're like, oh, you see, this is why I didn't want to give it to you. You didn't take it. I was like, no, no, no. I'm trying to plan it out. I'm on radio at midnight. I can't take it before the show. So, but I need to try it. But I don't want to get addicted to it. I don't think I will, but I don't want to be like, oh, that really helped me sleep. Let me take it again. Um, But I need to try it to see if it actually helps. Because one time, years ago, I had uh, to get up really early to play in a softball tournament, like 5 a.m. Because I had to travel. I took sleeping pills. It kept me awake the whole night. I couldn't sleep. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Sleeping pills kept me up. Like, is, am I that crazy? Or was it in my head? Like, oh, you can't fall asleep. You might not wake up. But I'm no joke. I took sleeping pills and never had before. I stayed up the whole night. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what? My, my that, that kind of stuff happens to my wife. And we'll get to some sports, to actual sports talk here. <laughs> yeah, we will. Don't worry about that. Um, but, I mean, that actually, that happens to my wife. And I'll tell you why. Because if you are somebody who is very much wrapped up in your head on a regular basis and you lie there at night and think and think and think and that's what kind of keeps you up you probably had that fear that oh I'm going to take these sleeping pills but now I'm going to be afraid that I'm going to I'm going to oversleep or you know or you know or, or you know and sleep through my alarm because of these pills and I don't normally take pills and so you worry yourself so much about it that you're just still wrapped up in your head the yeah, entire time you got to you got to pop the pill and then you just got to relax and just say, just let it let it take effect. Let it just kind of ease into your night there. Put on some music. Well, you know, that's another problem there. So you probably don't have like any kind of music available to you that's like good sleep inducing music. You can't fall asleep to papoose. Yeah. <laughs> Gets pumped. I'll get pumped up. Like, yeah, that's right. Oh, look at that rhyme. Oh, that was a great punchline. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'm just not a relaxed person by nature, so it's tough. It's something that I have to try and figure out at some point. We're going to have to find you some hobbies because watching sports is actually not something I think that relaxes you either. Like no, you are, it doesn't. You're, you're all amped up. You're all into the game. Like I was just saying, I was going to say, I was like, you know, wow, NBA, uh, just a three-game slate tonight. Not, not really that packed. I know there's a Rangers game on, but I don't know if you're, you know, even watching that. But yeah, I was like, all right, well, what kind of a what kind of a night is Adam Ronis going to have tonight? Because, you know, it's minimal NBA action and, you know, whatever. But I know you've got the show later with uh, with Fensty. But, yeah, you're not going to be able to, like, relax until uh, until after that show. And even after that show, it's going to be a problem for you. I don't know what to tell you, man. 
Yeah, like, you know, Warriors, Nets going on right now. I'm actually probably the first game I'm really excited about this year outside of opening night. Uh, then after that, it'll be Sixers, Jazz. Uh, not as good, no Embiid, Jazz favorite by 10. But, you know, I'll watch it. And then, yeah, I'll do the radio show. And you know this. I think you've done it at night. I don't know if you feel the same way. After a two-hour show and it ends 2 a.m., I can't go right to bed. I like I feel that adrenaline flowing um, for like an hour sometimes, sometimes more. I mean, there was a time last week I was so exhausted. I went to bed, but I don't know if I fell asleep right away. But that night I, I went right to bed, no TV, nothing. I tried. I don't think I fell asleep right away. But most of the time, it's like you need that kind of calm down period because you're energetic. You know, you have to be lively and. You know, you're having fun, arguing back and forth, taking calls, whatever it is, and you just need that wind down period. So, yeah, maybe I'll try the melatonin at like 1:45 a.m. <laughs> Puff the magic dragon. Yeah, I know that's what I, I know that's what you're by say. the sea. I don't think that'll work either. Then I'll just laugh all night. Well, the, you know that'll. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, as long as as long I'll as start it just calling makes you, you Howard, are you awake? You're like, dude, I'm sleeping. What are you doing? Oh, I need someone to talk to. I'm just laughing over here. You're like. Yeah, no, I got to get up at 5 a.m. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Tell me some I, jokes. Rum raisin ice cream. It's good, on. right? If you hit me up and you said, I just smoked and now I'm just up laughing all night, I'd be like, you know what? Give me five seconds here. I'm going out to the shed. <laughs> going to fire up our recording program here. And we're going to do a very special late night anti-up. Like, I think, I think the people would need to hear something like that. Dude, you think I'm, oh, yeah, that's true. That would be, yeah, that would. That would be a good one. That's true. All right, let's record tomorrow's podcast today. Let's look ahead to the lines. Yeah. While yeah. we're each eating a pint of ice cream. <laughs> Howard's like, fuck, all I have left is rum raisin. I got to eat this shit while I'm doing this and be unhappy. <laughs> I will never only be left with rum Wait, raisin. Wait, but you actually do have a rum raisin pint in your freezer, right? Because it came? No. Oh, you don't? So what do you do if you get rum raisin? You just toss it? I don't get rum raisin. Oh, Why would I personally no, get rum? I'm, oh, wait, from Jim? Yeah, from Jim. Jim knows not to send me rum raisin. Oh, he picks the flavors? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just yeah, making yeah. sure. I thought maybe like maybe the first time he didn't know a random he was like, oh yeah, rum raisin, mint chocolate chip, peanut butter. You know what I mean? And then you had to say, yo, I'm not old. Why you send me rum raisin? <laughs> <laughs> I had the, I had the chocolate peanut butter last night. Was it good? Ah, <laughs> oh, damn, man. That's like ridiculous. my favorite, bro. Like, you have no ridiculous. idea. That's my favorite. Peanut butter ice cream, like, you know, like frozen ripples of peanut butter in there and like just, Best. you know, like the chocolate chips. So yeah, good. So good. So good. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, All right. So, yeah, like I was just saying, so Brooklyn, you were saying Brooklyn against the Warriors. Game you're excited about, game you're watching. Um, did you have picks and best bets on uh, on tonight in the NBA? No, I, I just did one prop tonight. Um, Eric Bledsoe over 13 and a half points for the Clippers. He's been playing very well lately, so the line's a little low. So that was the only thing that I did. I didn't really get to spend too much time. Uh, was started my rankings. I will finish them uh, after this show. Um, so, yeah, I'll probably, like, pay close attention to Golden State and Brooklyn and then um, kind of just keep an eye on Jazz Sixers. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't really do much today. All right. Let me let me ask you this, because I remember when uh, when, you know, 
when when Fantasy Alarm got purchased by the Spotlight Sports Group and uh, and we moved all you know the Wager Alarm stuff over to Pixwise, you know one of the articles that you were talking about doing over there was you know a betting trends article, things that you're you're noticing. What we're like three weeks into the uh, into the NBA season right now. Um, is it three? It might be. Uh, yeah, about yeah, about three. A little over okay. three. So. Are you, are you seeing anything now or like dogs covering a bunch or, or visiting teams doing well? Like what, what have you noticed any kind of uh, any kind of trends that people should uh, should be paying attention to? Only one thing, only because I haven't been doing it every day just because football stuff takes so much time. So I haven't right. really. No, you know, I think there was uh, only a cut like Grayson Allen props have been kind of low for the Bucks. Like he started. So I've been taking advantage of that a little bit. The one thing that I have, the unders have been hitting a lot and the scoring is way down. Like we had a total of 199 yesterday between Cleveland, Boston, and it went under. So the totals are way down, even for Golden State, um, Brooklyn tonight, I think it was 222. Last year, that would have been 238 between these two teams, but the scoring is way down. And part of it is uh, they've kind of changed the way they call fouls. You know, you used to be able to fake a shot. The defender comes to you. You jump into the defender and they give you the foul call. They're not doing that anymore. Um, So it's kind of changed that you're seeing James Harden, Damian Lillard, Trey Young, free throws way down. They're just not getting to the basket as much. So that's the one thing uh, that I've noticed so far is that offense is down. Scoring is down. And you could just see it in the totals that are uh, up on a given night. Like, let me see. If I could find uh, for like tonight, uh, well, there's only three games. But for example, tonight uh, we have the three games. So you have the total in Utah and Philly is 217 um, for the Jazz and Sixers. And then Spurs Clippers 220 and a half. But like tomorrow, Pacers Pistons 211 and a half. Celtics Hawks 214. Magic Knicks 209. Cavs Nets 206 and a half. I mean, the highest, well, 228, which is very high for this season, is the Celtics Bucks. Oh, no, that's Christmas. My bad. They put the Christmas games up already. Like, who the fuck would bet Christmas games Christmas. now in the NBA? For real, bro. <laughs> I don't get that. They have the three three of the games on Christmas on DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Like, why would you bet that now? You know how much could change between now and then with injuries and stuff? Like, why would you bet it? Change. I guess it's like, hey, if people want to bet it, take it. But I no way I would. Yeah, that may, that makes no sense to me at all. Yeah, right. like why would you even remotely in a in a in a in a, in a sport where you know we, we're sitting here having a discussion today about you know uh, you know example lineups and why we do it we do them for football but we don't do them for for NBA. Oh, thank uh, goodness we used to, bro. You know how much of a nightmare that was. I yes, would do them I like do. two, three o'clock, and it's like you know. Because even if you wait to the last minute, okay, so you go, all right, well, let's put them up 6.30. Okay, so they're on the site for a half hour. That doesn't do good for anyone. No, it doesn't do it doesn't do any good for anybody. And, and I, you know, and the, that was my thing. That was my whole reasoning behind it was, you know, we see, we see these late scratches all the time. NBA, we saw it in, 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 in NHL. You know, what was it like the other day, the, the the Las Vegas Golden Knights, right? They didn't announce who their starting goalie was until like a half hour before the game started. So that used know, to it, never happen in hockey, though, right? Weren't they always good about that stuff? Is that recent? 
it is reset. Okay. And, and, you know, and this is what I said is that we live in a very different time now than we did just a, a couple of years ago, because, you know, it's, it, you know, NBA, you were getting all the late scratches and stuff like that, even before the pandemic. But now with the pandemic, it's gotten even worse and it's spread into the other sports. It's spread into baseball and it's spread into the NHL. And, you know, and now you're, you're seeing a little gamesmanship going on from from coaches with not announcing who their starting goalie is going to be. And, you know, and usually it's like, you know, because I remember what they used to do a long time ago was like it was the uh, the the warm up skate. And it was like the last goalie who was or the first goalie. I think it was the first goalie who was off the ice. Right. That was the uh, that was going to be your starting goalie. Because then the backup was the one taking the rest of the shots during the warm up skate for, um, you know, for the uh, for the the starters. And uh, and then and now it's turned into this gamesmanship stuff where coaches are like, we don't want you to prepare for our starting goalie. Um, and like that's a that's a huge it's it's a huge issue. Right. I mean, just. It's it's the daily sports versus weekly. You can get away with it in football. Right. I mean, listen, do I love doing example lineups? No, it's a huge pain in the ass to do them. But when you're dealing with a, a daily sport, when you're talking about players who are scratched, who could be scratched anywhere from a half hour to 15 minutes, you know, up to, to game time when that stuff gets announced. I mean, it just because you're not just replacing a guy. You're not just replacing a player with a similar with a player right. at a similar because price. If you have a starting point guard who's eighty five hundred, and now you're putting it as a replacement who's thirty eight hundred, now you have to change the entire lineup. Change the entire lineup, the entire makeup of it, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, 100%. even even doing the starting five videos are tough because you got to do them, you know, a, a little in advance because they got to be edited, produced, and you want to have a shelf life. So yesterday I'm doing it, and I'm like, do I put Tyler Hero in there? Um, because Butler could have sat and I was like, ah, okay, you know what? I'll leave him out. People should know anyway. And then what happens? Not only did Butler sit, bam out of bio sit. Now Tyler Hero, oh, you gotta play him. But I didn't know that at the time that I'm doing it. I didn't I think Bam was a little bit of a surprise that he sat. Part of it probably is, oh, we're playing the Thunder. You know what? His knee has been bothering. We can sit him. So, but I, you know, I, I think the problem is the sharp players who are regular players, they know. There are some people who are just doing it for the first time that are taking our information as gospel and they don't know. And that's the problem why you don't want to put the example lineup style because they're going to be like, oh, but you had this. Oh, did you see, though, that it changed at 645? No, I did my lineup at 530 and I just went with what you have. OK, uh, NBA, you can't do that. You will not win. You're burning money. You you can't do it in the NBA. You're not. You shouldn't be doing it for NHL. You shouldn't be doing it for MLB again. And even you know what? I mean, even doing the uh, the lineups for, you know, for for football when you're when you're dealing with this, you know, like one of the reasons why I stopped doing the uh, the the live stream was because there I was on the live stream. I had all the lineups set. You know, I was perfectly you know happy with what they looked like, and then I went and I did the live stream. And as I was on the live stream, the news broke that that uh, Dalvin Cook wasn't playing. Right. And so immediately that changes everything because Alex Madison, who's ridiculously low priced, um, you know, immediately becomes the chalk play. And you got to put him into your cash lineups uh, and and do that. And then all of a sudden you have to change around the entire lineup. And yet I'm still trying to do it like leading up to game time. And, 
you know, again, that's just that's something there that uh, that that people who don't people who don't construct the lineups and play the lineups that they that they construct on a regular basis. Like if you if you don't know them, then you you don't understand why example lineups are actually actually a detriment. Like you get the vocal majority of subscribers, who, the vocal minority who plug and play those lineups. And those are the ones who like, you know, oh, I played your stupid lineup and this guy got scratched and I took a zero. Well, yeah, because you know what? You took the lineup that we posted at, at 4.30 in the afternoon and you weren't paying attention to the late scratches because right. you were mm -hmm. off doing whatever it was you were doing. By 7 o'clock, the game started. You sit down to watch the game. You realize that the guy is out and you're like, shit, what was I supposed to do? You know, and and that's that's the thing, and that's why that's why the majority of sites, content sites, they don't do lineups anymore. Can't do it. I mean, unless you're gonna like sit there and you're gonna be like a lineup seller and say that these lineups will be, you know, available for purchase uh, thirty minutes before lineup lock. Well, there you go. That's you know, that's that's the only way that you would would you you you'd do it. It's just it's not something that that we need to do. And look at me, I'm 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 airing. <laughs> I'm airing some some dirty laundry here on the old Annie Up show. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable, Adam. But listen, like I said, like I like I was describing to everybody about what anti up was. I'm like, this is this is pull back the curtain. This is this is uncensored, Ronus, Bender. We've both been in this industry, you know, two decades right now. We've been on all aspects of the front lines. We've been in management positions before. We do radio. We do written. We do audio. I mean, you know, pull back the curtain and uh, and and listen to you know two uh, two guys just talk straight shit about sports, betting, and uh, and everything else, like ice cream. Exactly. Whatever pops up, man. <laughs> <laughs> it could be stds tomorrow who knows oh oh wow interesting you know what like on the back channels during the commercial break somebody brought up herpes on the uh you know during the alarm broadcast <laughs> really <laughs> so now it's like it's now it's the second time that an std has been uh been brought up here i don't know what to do about that i don't have any well that i know of but i don't have any it's not that's not why i'm saying it so ladies you're safe yeah, so you just you just wanted to just kind of bullshit about them. I yeah, just no. I just threw something out there. That's all. Well, I don't have I don't have one either. Clean as a whistle, baby. Okay, clean as good. a whistle. <clears throat> yeah, and I've only been with one woman. Jesus, for the last twenty odd years. Jeez, Holy I don't cow. know how you've done that. Oof. Oof. Oh. Yeah. Well, if you met her, you would. You would. You'd be like, you know what, Bender? I get it now. Okay. Well, not you personally, because she's right. not your type. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was like, you know, if I introduced her, I was like, Adam, I'd like you to meet my wife, Regina King. Then oh, you'd yeah. be like, mm -hmm. yeah, I would stay faithful for decades, too. No, here's the thing. I've said this to people before because people are like, oh, I can't believe this guy cheated on Beyonce. I can because just like everyone else, at some point, you're like, all right, I've had enough of this. I'm moving on. So I do see how people <laughs> I'm not really selling myself well here for no, but it's the truth, man. Just like anything. Um, 
people, especially now. And that the crazy part is I'm not like that. Like people, oh, new phone, I got to get it. No, I'll keep my phone for years. I have a car since, I don't even know if you know this. You know, I, I have, I've had a car for, what is it? Uh, what year are we in? Um, 18 years now. I bought it brand new. I still have it. Like I haven't changed my car. I mean, I will soon, but I'm that type of person. But yet with women, I'm not. I'm gonna quickly move. <laughs> I can't keep one more than like a year or two. Like I right, move on. Right. I think I was I was going through a breakup once, and and, and there I was drinking at the bar by myself, and uh, and this old dude was sitting next to me, and he starts you know he starts talking to me, and I'm like ah, I'm, you know, I'm drunk enough that I'm not like dude fuck off I don't want to have a conversation with you. Right. So, you know, we're talking back and forth and he's like, yeah, he's like, just so you know, man, no matter how beautiful she is, someone somewhere is sick of her shit. Yeah. No, he's right, man. He and it turned, right. it turned my whole world around. And like, like all of a sudden, like perspective completely changed. I don't know. I'm not saying this like to be like a negative sort of way about, you know, uh, you know, about her, you know, my ex-girlfriend or just women in general. It was that moment of clarity where it's like, you know, the too many fish in the sea type of thing. And you know what? No matter how you, know, you might think she's perfect, but she's not. And other people tell you that, you know, I mean, you're, you're definitely not her first boyfriend. So, <laughs> Right. And look, I'm not saying men are perfect either. Obviously, they have their flaws, too. But I'm we just, are far from perfect. Right. That. But it's just like like I I've heard people. I can't believe he cheated on Beyonce. Uh, I can. Uh, yeah, she's hot and everything. But, you know, there and especially if you're in that class of having money and access to everything and you have women throwing. Them, yeah, I can see it. I'm not surprised at all. And that's why you see all these Hollywood couples break up all the time. Oh, they cheat. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Are you cheated on J-Lo? Yeah, we would all love her, but like we also don't have to deal with her every day. <laughs> right. So uh it's just funny though. Like it's a whole it's the whole same argument as, oh, I can't believe this athlete said no to 180 because he took the 240 to go here. Uh, I can and you would too. You're speaking from a perspective of someone making 50K. So if, yeah, for you, <laughs> for you 180, 220, yeah, oh I'll take yeah. It, it boggles me. And then someone was like, you're so selfish. People like you is what's wrong with the world. No, it's not. It's not being selfish. You get paid. You take the money you can get, whether it's 180 to 240 million. It's the same thing when you're trying to get a raise of 10 to 15 K. The scale is different. Like, I just don't understand how people don't see that. Oh, you can live on 180 million. Yeah, he could. But if someone's willing to give them 240, why wouldn't he take it? You all would. You guys who say no are full of shit. I want to see you in front of a fucking contract. Okay, here's 180 to go here, 240 to go here. Most of you are taking the 240. I mean, I could easily say, hey, you know what? If the Mets offer me 180, but Seattle offer me 240, I'm sticking with the Mets. You know, my agent, everyone's gonna be like, hey, man, that's a guaranteed 60 million you're turning down. I know you prefer to play in New York. You grew up there, but you should probably go to Seattle, suck it up, you know? So, because I honestly would probably be like, nah, I wanna be in New York. But I can say that now, but. I'm probably not going to say that when the fucking contracts in front of me and agents and people are like, dude, you got 60 more million guaranteed here. What are you doing? Take this. This is life changing and this and that. Yeah, you're probably going to take it and be like, all right, I'll just, you know, deal with Seattle for six months and come back to New York in the offseason or who knows by then you in a different country. But it's just 
people don't, they look at it from the perspective of now, of what they have and don't have. And you can't do that. Yeah, it's 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 the 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 age old, you know, you, you have no idea what it's like until you walk the mile in their shoes and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, I mean, listen, it's um, God, I saw a meme that was kind of like that, where it was talking about, you know. You know, something, you know, money doesn't matter, you know, said, you know, only people who have money. Um, looks don't matter or from like all the beautiful people like that kind of a thing. No, like, yeah, you can say that looks don't matter in a relationship if you're like this, like smoking hot person, male or female, right? They they don't matter as much for women, though. They really don't. For real. I mean, for most women, they're more into how you treat them. Do you make them laugh? Um, Can you take care of them? Security, not even having a lot of money, but enough, you know, but for I've talked to a lot of women. Um, Even my sister I had this discussion with. They're not into looks as much as men. They really aren't. That's why you see. That's why, like, that's why. That's why you get so many dates. Exactly. Yeah, because I'm not the best looking guy, but <laughs> I know how to make them laugh and I know how to please them. So those two things work in my favor. No, but uh, <laughs> but it's true though. Um, you know, and I because I've had like I was having a conversation with someone and he's like he was divorced and he didn't have confidence. He's a big guy. He's you know he's like three fifty three seventy five. And I was like, look. You got to have confidence. Women know when you don't have confidence. They sense it out and it immediately turns them off. I'm like, you're a funny guy. So just use your 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 sense of humor. Make them laugh. Don't worry about your weight. Just be confident. And he said it helped him. And, you know, he's like, oh, I'm actually talking to three women now. What do I do? I've never had this situation. You got to be confident. I've seen it. Uh, this guy, he had no confidence and he wonders why he can't get a woman. I'm like, because you put yourself down, bro. Like, it's easy to see you don't believe in yourself. What woman wants to be with a guy that has no confidence? They don't. They immediately walk away. You could be the best looking guy. They're not going to deal with you. They're like, oh, this guy's he doesn't believe in himself. He has no confidence. Fuck him. Yeah, you know, that's, listen, that's actually not something that's, that's like, easily, like, to pick up on. Like, I, you know, it, it's kind of funny because I, you know, I, you know, early on, you know, when I was like, you know, it was college, it was high school, it was college. And then, you know, it was like, you know, right back into into New York City. Um, you know, I, I didn't really have a, a lot of game, so to speak. Like, I, I learned it being on, you know, like tending bar in New York City. Yeah. My friend was saying the same thing. He was like, when he was younger, he didn't have the game either. Yeah. But like, I, you know, one of my, you know, when I was working behind a bar, one of my best friends, I mean, this dude, um, you know. Nicest guy, you know, nice dude in the world, but he just he had that confidence. He wasn't he wasn't afraid to just say what he wanted to say and do what he wanted to do. And, you know, and having that confidence, it was like, no wonder this dude's like, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know, I'm like the the quiet, hardworking grunt bartender. And he's sitting there glad handing everybody and you know, collecting stacks of phone numbers. I was like, hmm, maybe the confidence level needs to uh, needs to rise a little bit. Maybe I need a little bit of an attitude adjustment here. And uh, and lo and behold, that you are you're a thousand percent right. Confidence level is huge, huge. Yeah, I mean, look, there's a difference between confidence and cocky, but yes. um, you know, believe you got to believe in yourself because if you don't, why is anyone else? Why would a woman believe? Oh yeah, this guy's gonna be taking care of everything. He doesn't even fucking believe in himself. They're gonna immediately walk away. So and and positive too. You know, that's one thing that I've learned over the years because I used to be 
I used to have a negative perspective because my mentality was if I expect the worst and it happens, I'll be prepared for it. No, the way you portray yourself and what you say into the atmosphere will happen. So if you believe, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to conquer, I'm going to get this job done, I'm going to accomplish this, it will happen. You have to have a positive outlook. So that's something that I've changed over the years. And it really makes a big difference just being having a positive outlook, believing in yourself. And it's the same thing at work, right? Like if you have someone you work with who's inspiring and leads the team, you're going to be, all right, yeah, let's do this. But if someone is always negative, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. And that belief is going to spread to everyone. So, you know, that positive attitude in life dating is, is, is important as well. Well, I hope when you say that about work that you're referring to me. I plead the visit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've told you this and I've been honest. Like I said, um, Fantasy Alarm has been the best place that I've worked at in this industry. It's no disrespect to anywhere else I work. So don't take it personally if you're listening. I'm just saying, like, I knew from the beginning that, um, you know, this was the work environment, you know. Um, but I think you guys also know, hey, he works hard. He's going to get it done. You know that you never have to get on me for anything. If I have an assignment, it's going to get done. If I'm supposed to be somewhere, I'm going to show up and I'm going to do it. Um, so it's nice to have that balance instead of someone always being on your ass like, dude, I'm doing my job. You know, you know. And if obviously if I ever slip up, you'll say, hey, what happened? What's going on? Um, but, you know, working with good people is so important. Because I know there's a lot of people listening. I hate my job. I hate my boss. I really can't say that. I can't. There's no way, you know. Um, and I think it reflects in our shows and all the work we do. We always have fun. We have our down days like last night when the Rams fuck you. But <laughs> I was top of the world last night. Well, what you talking? were, yeah, because you were on the other side. Uh, but there'll <laughs> be a week where we're, we're the opposites. Like you were kind of cranky, I don't know, two weeks ago or something on a Sunday. And I was trying to uplift you. So, yeah, I mean, that shit's going to happen. But um, – <laughs> But yeah, it, it makes a big difference in the way you live life, um, just being positive. And, uh, you know, I know there's people out there that struggle with that. So if you can, just try and change your outlook, try and be positive. You'll feel better and better things will happen for you. too. I'm not saying say I'm going to win the lotto and you will. I can't guarantee that because I've been saying that and it hasn't happened yet and I don't play a lot. But, <laughs> you know, if you expect positive things to happen in your life, they will. What you put out to the universe, man, it's supposed to come back to you like a, like a boomerang. Right. So. Like we tell you guys, you're going to win these bets we give you, and you usually win. I don't think we have ever lost yet on a bet that we've given out, right? Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not one of those people. I was going to say. Oh, I'm uh, I'm 188 sure. units this year. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of funny. I mean, I was, you know, I was definitely in a, in a little bit of a, a football slump for uh, for a couple of weeks there. I mean, it was, you know. I, I funny how it, it coincided with, you know, going away on vacation to Vegas and, you know, going to see a bunch of fish shows and then getting sick and Out afterwards. Routine, and man. Yeah, bro. I'm such a creature of routine, which is why it's hard for me to like do anything. It's hard for me to go on vacation. I really want to, but I'm like, oh, I can't during football. Oh, then I got baseball and basketball. It's like, shit, you got to take some time off to get away. But I'm, I feel like I just lose so much. I'm like, well, when is a good time? I mean, generally, um, I, I've been doing May and June usually usually because, all right, it's before football basketball's done while well, it wasn't the last two years, basketball's done. Baseball's like kind of just underway and drafts done all that. But like, I don't feel like there's ever a perfect time for me to go take time off. Yeah. I kind of, uh, I, I, I kind of hit that as well. And then I just said, you know what? Fuck it, man. I, I got, no, I got to make the time. No, you're right. And you know what? 
it's it's something that I struggle with. But you have to, bro. You need to take some time off, vacation, get away, travel if you like to. I know some people don't. I do love to travel. Um, and obviously, the last couple of years have been tough with the pandemic and everything. But yeah, no, you really do have to, you know, because it maybe the pandemic opened my eyes to that a little bit more. Not that I didn't need to know, but you got to enjoy life, man, because I know I said to be positive, but you just never know when it, when it's gone, you know, and I'm sure you've seen it with friends, family, whatever, over the last couple of years, especially. Um, so you you don't want to sit there and be like, oh, man, I should have went on the vacation. I want to do that. No, man, if you have something, go do it. Don't wait. We do it too much in life. Oh, yeah, you know, I should visit my friend, but you know what? I'll do it next year. If you have the opportunity, do it now. Amen, brother. Amen. And that's Very why you went to the word. fish shows and good for you, bro. You know, you had fun. Hey, do it. I mean, you left us here making us do more work, but I'm not going to complain about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till Christmas time when I do it again. Oh, uh, I'm taking time off, too. <laughs> all right um any any final sports thoughts because i'm gonna have to go do this live stream now for uh wager alarm soon to be absorbed by Pixwise. uh we got some good nba betting trend things going on in there um uh, you're doing the nfl rankings for this week uh, i don't know if you've started doing them yet but uh any particular matchup besides dallas kansas city jumping out at you um, yeah, I've, I've done so far, I've done quarterback, tight end, kickers, defense. So I have to do running backs and receivers, which are always the longest and the hardest. Um, quarter, I mean, obviously Miami is looking good this week because they're playing the Jets. So Tua yeah. is in a really good spot. If you look at Tua, uh, his game log this year too, he's faced either really good defenses or bad ones. And the he's performed, man. When he's faced these bad defense, he's coming through. Um, so, you know, the first two games of the year were bad, Baltimore and Buffalo. Then he goes against Atlanta. I think that was the London game. He had 291 and four touchdowns. Um, Jacksonville, 329 yards and two touchdowns. Um, I don't know what we could take away from, uh, well, New England. Uh, oh, he's faced Buffalo twice, actually. Well, the Buffalo game, he got hurt in the first one. And he faced New England week one where he wasn't good. I mean, the Jets defense has been getting shredded by everyone. So two is in a really good spot this week. So I have him as a, in the QB one. Um, I think actually this is going to be tough. Like Tua over Russell Wilson this week. Like, do we need a, I think I believe in Russell Wilson and I think he could be better, but we saw a shaky game. Do we just say, all right, it was the first game. He'll be better. I think that's a, an actually a conversation to have. If you have Russ and Tua, fortunately I have them both in a super flex league, so I could start both, but you know, at two is in a really good spot this week. They pass a lot. You know, you look at the two games, Atlanta, 40 pass attempts, Jacksonville, 47, um, so he's, he's going to pass at least 40 times. They don't run the ball. Now, does that change? Cause it's the jets and they go, we can run maybe, but, uh, two is in a really good spot. So, uh, also the Gasecki bounce back people probably burned. Oh yeah. To zero. He should come through this week. All right. I'll tell you what, we'll, uh, we'll leave that as the teaser for everybody for tomorrow. You know, to, tomorrow's the day where we go over our, the lines and we talk about our early leans. But let's uh, let's throw into it the the Russell Wilson versus Tua debate, and uh, and we'll see where Adam is ranking all the Miami Dolphins uh, this week going up against the Jets. Miles Gaskin, Jalen Waddle, Mike Gesicki. Um, where do they end up in uh, in Adam Ronis's weekly rankings? That's what we're going to talk about uh, next time. Uh, indeed. Oh, you know what? I also want to do, Adam. I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Right? How about how about we uh, we we shout it out to them? 
right here, right now with a commercial break. And we'll be right back after this. All right, Adam. So look at that. We've laid down the groundwork for tomorrow's show. We're looking at the lines. We're going to give some early leans. We're going to talk suspicious stuff. We're going to talk about where we're ranking the Dolphins, where you're ranking the Dolphins. I'll see if I agree or disagree. Um, and uh, and we've got some NBA betting trips. Oh, real score quick. on the Warriors-Nets game right now? Uh, it's halftime. Warriors are up 63-58. Real quick for people running waivers. This is from Arthur Smith about Goldman. He basically said Wayne Goldman's usage was due to the score and the quick short week. So his quote is, we know we have to play Thursday, so that's why you saw a heavy dose of backup quarterback Josh Frozen and Goldman and the other guys. So just keep that in mind. Maybe it doesn't indicate that Goldman's taking over for Mike Davis, assuming Patterson out. So be careful if you're like, oh, I'm going to get Goldman. He's going to be great this week. And it is New England. So just putting that out there for people that maybe didn't see it. I like that. But then again, how do you trust Mike Davis? Uh, you don't, especially against New England. No, you probably just avoid that back. Right. <laughs> just say no. All right. Big thanks again for all you liking and subscribing. Oh, man. Always. Always. This, this is why this this show wins awards. This That's is right. why. You know, we're not going to win it again. They Do they ever give like a podcast two years in a row, even though we should and we conquer and dominate? We ain't going to get it again. Oh, no, wait. I got we're going to win it, Howard. We got it in the bag back to back. Got to take my advice. I fucking gave out 10 minutes ago. There you go. There you go. <laughs> for the for the fantasy analyst who's never wrong, he's got to take his own advice. I like it. I like it. <laughs> all right. We're out of here for tonight. Big thanks to all of you for liking and subscribing. We'll catch up with you later on. For Adam Rodas, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Annie Up, and we will catch you next time.